Mama, Mama, Mike, Mama, Mama, Mike, Checker. Mike, Mike, check, make him, make him, make it check. Checky, checky, Mike, checky, 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 Mike, Mike, checky, checky, Mike, checky, 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 Mike, 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 check, 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 check. Mike, check. Yeah. Hi. Welcome to the I Hate Reading Podcast, the show where I read out loud, not because I want to, but because I have to. I hate reading. Because I can't stand the sound of silence. I'm not good at reading, but I'm great at talking. So let's get started. Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, Riku's Story, Chapter 3, Riku. Welcome. Back with another episode. It's very late. I might just do one more. I might do two more. Not sure. We'll find out. But last time, Riku was wandering through the insides of Monstro, feeling lonely and empty inside. And he thought back to when he lived on Destiny Islands and when he left the island, and how he was very jealous of Kairi. And he hated that Sora and Kairi are always thinking about each other and that neither of them thought of him. And he didn't even notice the darkness surrounding him when he held out his hand, hoping that Sora would come with him forever. But then he was swallowed by the darkness. He fought Vexen. Vexen revealed that Riku is just like his leader, someone who's in between dark and light. He also revealed that Riku is the hero of darkness and fought Riku and said that he got enough data, whatever that meant. So let's find out. Zexion stood perfectly still, arms folded, in the middle of a dim chamber, Laxius appeared with a frown and scanned the room, then whirled to face Zexion and snapped closer. Where's Vexen? He is finishing the replica, based on the data from Riku, Zexion replied with the briefest of glances. When the replica was complete, then they would have their chance of victory. And what's happening to Sora? Laxius demanded, not wasting a moment. Namine's powers are being used to shuffle his memories. Marluxia may well succeed in creating his puppet. We can't trust Larxene either. They knew that Marluxia and Larxene were up to something, and there was one other man who had control of the top side of Castle Oblivion. Or Axel, Lexius said, as if the name was distasteful. Who knows what that one's thinking? We should stay out of it for now, and then speak of this to Vexen. Zexion said, in a tone meant to be calming, and finally looked at Lexius. Vexen had a higher-ranking number in the organization than either of them. The numbers did not directly correspond to strength or position, but ever since they first met, Vexen had been more or less a senior member to them. That was from when they still had been themselves, when they were people, called Evan, Alias, and Ienzo, and it didn't make sense to let them fall apart. So long as that man is the first in the organization, we will remain bound to that world, Lexius thought. But Vexen despises Marluxia, he said, averting his gaze from Zexion's. Think of the mess that would make. So we must tell him. Isn't it better for Vexen to clean up the mess rather than leave it to us? Smiling faintly, Zexion looked down. The world through the door was one Riku knew. He walked onto the swaying deck, placing each step firmly, at some point, the darkness enveloping him had receded, and he had changed back to normal again. The power of darkness, Riku mumbled, and looked up to where the moon hung in the sky. 
He could hear the sound of the waves against the ship, Captain Hook's ship. Here, in a little calm, he had watched Kyrie in her unmoving, sleep-like state. Riku's hair gleamed silver in the moonlight, ruffled by the sea breeze. He climbed the stairs up to the quarterdeck. From there, he could see out over the whole ship. Sora, he murmured the name of his friend, who couldn't possibly be here. There was no one to be seen at all. Riku clenched his fist and closed his eyes. Behind them, what came up was the image of Sora calling to him as he stood there on the quarterdeck. I wanted to see you too, Riku. Why had he felt so disgusting when he heard those words? Kairi. Riku turned to look at the mast. He could almost see her sleeping there, like a phantom. But without her heart, it wasn't Kairi at all. That's why I wanted to get her heart back. Except, I wasn't the one who could. Worse than that, I was here commanding the Heartless, trying to destroy Sora. <sighs> Riku turned at the sudden intrusion of another voice. Who's there? A shadow rose unsteadily up from under his feet until it was standing in front of him. Ha <laughs> ha! The shadow attacked. Right. I controlled Sora's shadow here and made it fight him. His own pitch-black shadow. The thing facing Riku now looked like his shadow or that of his former self when he'd used the power of darkness. As he swung at the shadow with Soul Eater, a dark aura came over him. <laughs> the shadow laughed at Riku who was cloaked again in the darkness and disappeared. Is it really this hopeless? Riku stared at his hands, wreathed in dark power. The moon still shone on him. In a dark room, he gazed into the crystal ball. Inside the crystal ball, Riku was staring down at his hands. That one is afraid of the dark, Vexen whispered to him. From his expression, it was impossible to say what the boy might be feeling. But you are different, aren't you? You have no fear of the dark. The boy nodded in reply. Now go. Let the darkness into you and defeat him. He nodded once more and left the room. Riku went through the gently rocking ship. All he found, of course, was Heartless. The same as those Heartless he had once commanded. Up on the quiet turn deck, when he saw Sora and Kairi, they were only illusions. He couldn't find the people he truly wanted to see. Are there only dark things in the world of my memories? Does that mean I belong to the darkness? That can't be right. Riku's soul eater sliced through the heartless. It felt like every time he fought, the stench of the darkness clinging to him grew worse. Why? Why is this happening? The harder he tried to run from it, the stronger it became. Riku stood in the hold next to the captain's cabin. If you have to hurt someone else to get their heart back, that's just going to make her sad. The words Sora had shouted to him in this place seemed to echo in his ears. Is this my punishment? Do I deserve this? Because I tried to take Kairi's heart back by using the darkness? Just believe. The light'll never give up on you. You'll always find it, even in the deepest darkness. That's what the king told me, but I still can't believe in it. No one stays with me, not even the king. How can I get this darkness out of me? Riku ran down the stairs and back out onto the deck. The night wind was cool on his face. So refreshing it was easy to take it in, and not think of anything at all. Carried over the ocean, it felt a little bit like the winds that blew on Destiny Island. That was comforting. But, well, now, boy, what happened to that bold spirit of yours? The voice rang out over the deck. Riku looked up. It was Hook, one of those who had worked with Maleficent, and the captain of the ship. So there you are, Riku raised Soul Eater. If I get rid of you, I'll be able to leave. Is that the deal? 
You'd turn your sword against an old shipmate, Hook sneered, with a much more cruel smile, even than Riku remembered. If you greet your friends with the end of a sword, you'll only end up alone. When were you ever my friend? Riku lunged forward. Hook caught the Soul Eater with his namesake, the hook he had in place of one hand. I was once, wasn't I? You belong to the darkness, like us. I did not. Lying to yourself. Bad form. Hook pushed Riku back and sent him sprawling. I'm not lying to anyone. I only went along with you because I was trying to help Kyrie. Do you think the reason matters? You were one of us, and now you betray your fellows. Shut up. Hook was never my friend, and neither was Maleficent. Sora and Kyrie are my friends. Good. You'll give more strength to the darkness that way, Riku. I'm not letting it get any stronger. Riku got to his feet and lifted his sword again. Is that so? Take a look at yourself, my boy. Prompted, Riku looked. The darkness was spreading around him again. The smell of it. No matter where you go, you will never escape the dark. Hook's sword drove Riku into the corner. You're wrong, Riku whirled, swinging Soul Eater hard, as if trying to shake off the aura of darkness that surrounded him. Accept the darkness in yourself, Riku. Stop talking. Riku's strike connected and Hook vanished on the spot. I don't need the darkness, Riku said under his breath, lowering Soul Eater. Why is this happening? I don't need the darkness. These people aren't my friends. More and more, I can't trust myself. Is this the truth I'm searching for? That I can't win without the power of darkness? That I have to just give up and let it take me? He saw a little door in the corner of the deck. Now he felt he didn't want to know the truth. The truth about himself. Just believe! He could hear the king's voice from somewhere. Believe in what? Riku murmured at the king, who wasn't even there. He didn't know what to believe. Even in the deepest darkness, there's always a little bit of light. I don't understand, Riku shook his head. The harder he tried to fight the darkness inside him, the stronger it seemed to grow. He was afraid of the darkness within himself, and he couldn't trust himself. Just believe, Riku. The king's words again. The voice had strength in it, and kindness. Riku still couldn't believe in himself yet, but he felt like he could believe in what King Mickey told him. Okay, I will, your majesty, he said softly, and stepped toward the door. Wow, you enjoying the show? Because, uh, it's getting nuts. Riku's really dealing with a lot of internalized self-hatred. He just can't embrace who he really is on the inside. He doesn't want to know the truth. He doesn't want to accept what's going on deep down inside. Maybe he'll figure it out. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by my link tree. Check it out. I say it every time. It's got all my stuff. It's got my Twitch, my YouTube, my podcasts, this show, bunch of stuff. It's got my Twitter on there, my Instagram. If you want to see me explain what's going on, like if you need updates for the Twitter, or if you want to see how I feel about the projects I actually like and the ones I don't like, I never post about. And in general, I never post on Instagram. But there is a long backlog of art and weird stuff that I did a long time ago. So you might want to see that. I don't know. But yeah, this is going along well. I think this might be my last one, though. I'm starting to get real tired. We'll see. Anyway, back to the show. He waited for Riku in the marble hall, silent. A nobody created him. So who was he? 
There was no need to harbor such doubts. What filled his heart were dark feelings. He wasn't sure whether those were thoughts he'd been given or things that had been inside him all along. The door opens. The one who walked through was a boy who looked just like him. Huh, what are you? The newcomer blurted. Surprised, he said, laughing. <laughs> You've... Riku glanced at the boy in front of him. You should be surprised, after all. I look just like you. If I were in his place, I'd be shocked, he thought. I am an exact replica of you that Vexen made from your data. The boy who looked exactly like Riku, the replica, gloated. So you're a fake me? Riku held up Soul Eater, ready to fight. Not a fake, the replica said, through gritted teeth, looking clearly upset. You think you're better, just because you're the real one? We have the same body and the same talents, but there's one easy way to tell us apart. Unlike you, I fear nothing. The replica raised a sword that looked no different from Riku's Soul Eater. Are you calling me a coward? Riku snarled. You're afraid of the dark. You're so scared of the darkness inside yourself. You don't even know what to do. The replica saw what was in his heart, as if he could read it like a book. This fear of the darkness inside him, his terror. The replica was a copy of Riku, body and mind, and he knew everything. But the replica didn't know what it was to feel fear. He didn't need to. He had no self of his own, so he just had to become Riku. If he became Riku and used the power of darkness the way it was meant to be, then he would be better than the original. I'm different, said the replica. I embrace the darkness. I can make it do whatever I want. He was made to be one with the darkness. That was the whole meaning of his existence. So you'll never win against me, the replica crowed and leaped at Riku. The swords met with a clang that he felt through his body. It was the first thing he'd ever felt, the proof that he was real. Riku's eyes flashed as he looked at the replica and furiously flung him back. He's strong. They should have had the same strength. And yet Riku was this strong. Is it because I don't know how to use the power yet? Having fallen to his knees, the replica got up again and glared at Riku. Hey, fake me. Riku slowly walked toward him. Thought I heard you say I'd never win against you. Riku pointed Soul Eater at the replica's throat. Hmm. Don't forget, I'm still new. I'll get stronger and stronger. And it won't be long before I'm stronger than you, the replica retorted, standing up tall. So the next time we fight, you're finished. There's no way I would lose, because I'm not afraid of the darkness. There won't be a next time. I'd rather finish this now. Riku was about to swing Soul Eater, but the replica raised his sword too. What? Something flung Riku back hard. A dark aura swirled around the replica. <laughs> it's nice having darkness on my side. How can you be so scared of something that feels so thrilling? You really are missing out. <laughs> Laughing, he looked down at Riku. Enough, Riku snapped. Hmm, so now the coward is playing tough. So long, real thing. Don't miss me too much. Hey, wait. The replica turned away and ran. Riku was strong. Much stronger than me, he thought. But I'm him, and he's me. I was so sure that if I could use the darkness better, I'd be stronger than the original. That was what Vexen told me, too. The replica kept running. It was the first time he ever had. It felt good. Everything did. The fact that he had strength in himself. That he would be able to take the power of darkness. It was fun. So how was it? Fighting the real thing, said a voice from behind him. The replica came to a halt. He's spineless. In no time at all, 
I'll be better than him, he replied quietly, without turning back to look at Vexen. A smile tugged at his mouth. In the meantime, said Vexen, how would you like the opportunity to meet another hero? Another hero? He knew the name. It was in his memories. The hero of light. Sora, you mean. I heard he's somewhere in the castle. You want me to take care of him? We'll see. But yes, I intend to make good use of you. Something in the way Vexen said that irritated him. But it didn't matter now. He was supposed to be stronger than anyone else. And he wanted to test his power. No worries, he said breezy. The real Riku is nothing. Sora won't be any match for me either. Then we'll be going above ground. Vexen placed his hand on the replica's shoulder. The air around them seemed to tremble, and the replica closed his eyes. I'm stronger. I won't lose. The voice that echoed in his heart. Whose was it? Is it mine, or is it Riku's? It looks as though they've made contact with the Hero of Light as well, said Vexen. The replica looked up to see an enormous door. They must have teleported from the basement to the upper floors of the castle. What's through there? A gang of the organization's underlings. They could stand to see your power, too. Got it. Seeing the replica nod, Vexen opened the door. Riku ran up the hall, trying to chase after the replica. I'm not about to lose to a fake like that. Where are you? Show yourself, fake, he shouted. But the fake was nowhere to be seen. Instead, a voice he knew echoed in the marble hall. Handsome. Fake! No, not exactly the right word. Riku stopped and turned to face him. What would you call it? He's just a copy of me, he said to himself. In fact, he is more like a model. An example of what you are meant to be. He accepts the darkness, just like you once accepted me. Ansem stood still in the center of the room. But now you fear it. Perhaps that makes you the fake. When have I been afraid of the dark, Riku shot back, holding Soul Eater ready. I'm not afraid of it, he thought. Inside the worlds created by those cards, you've grappled desperately with the darkness. Desperation is fear. You fight the darkness so fiercely because it is what frightens you. I wasn't desperate, and I'm not afraid of the darkness, Riku told himself that, and retorted aloud. Huh, you're too obvious. You want me to think that as long as I'm fighting the darkness, I'll be afraid of it. So I should just stop fighting. Well, I'm not falling for it. I'll only keep fighting harder, stubborn boy, Ansem said, unruffled, and tossed a few cards at him. Continue your fight, then, if you must. Eventually you will learn you cannot resist the darkness. With a smirk, Ansem disappeared. I can too resist the darkness, Riku mumbled, picking up the cards that had scattered on the floor. If he didn't keep fighting against the darkness, he would lose his heart to it. To the darkness already within himself. Riku still couldn't believe in himself. All that he could believe in was what the king had told him. But the fake? What did he have to believe in when he fought? Through the door, there were two people dressed the same as Vexen. Standing in front of a crystal ball, much like the one in the basement. How could you let yourself be humbled by someone of such meager significance? Vexen ranted. You shame the organization. The blonde, Larxene, looked down in a sulk. How can we help you, Vexen? It's not often we see you topside. It was the red-haired man, Axel, who spoke this time. But he didn't so much glance at Vexen, keeping his gaze fixed on the crystal ball. The replica could see the three silhouettes there. The memories in him told him that the trio was Sora and his friends. I came to lend you a hand, said Vexen. 
You obviously believe this Sora has much potential, but I remain unconvinced he is truly worth such coddling. An experiment, I think, would show if he really is of any value to us. <sighs> well, there we go again, Larxene remarked. So it's an excuse for you to carry out your little experiments. That's all. I'm a scientist. Experiments are what I do, yes. Paying no attention to the banter between Larxene and Vexen, the replica moved closer to the crystal ball. Axel glanced at him with a faint smile. Whatever. You can do what you want, Axel told Vexen. But you know I get the feeling that testing Sora is just a way for you to test your valet. The replica looked up. Valet? I'm Vexen's servant? He's the product of pure research, Vexen retorted. He's a toy. That's what he is, Larxene shot back, cutting off any further explanation. I'm a valet and a product of research and a, and a toy, the replica thought. But I don't really care what anyone says. All I have to do is become stronger than the real one and defeat them. Huh. You could stand to keep your mouth shut about things you don't understand, Vexen snapped. Anyway, since you came all this way up here, you're going to want this. A humble gift for my elder. I hope you use it to put on a good show for us. With a cocky smile, Axel tossed something at him. Here, a card. Oh, how very helpful of you. Well then, I'll be using that. Come along. At Vexen's order, the replica went to join him. It's just a card. What good is that? That card holds the memories of Sora and Riku's home, said Axel. What could that mean? The replica stared at the card in Vexen's hand. With that and a little help from Namine, you'll have all the real Riku's memories. We can even get her to make you forget that you're anything but a fake. Larxene spoke quickly and easily, leaning her face close to the replicas. In other words, we'll remake your heart, so you can be just the same as the real Riku. Okay? You want to remake my heart? The real Riku is a wimp who's afraid of the dark, afraid of himself, the replica shouted. What do I want with a heart of a loser like that? Even if they're just faint memories, he thought. I don't want any more memories from that coward. They'll just make my heart weaker. As if she hadn't hurt him at all, Larxene turned back to Vexen. Any objections, Vexen? You do want to use him to test Sora, don't you? It must be done. How can you, Vexen? You're betraying me, the replica said. He wanted to stay as he was. He didn't want to share any more memories with Riku. I told you I would make good use of you, didn't I? Relax, kiddo said Larxene. It probably won't even hurt that much. I'll hurt you. The replica rushed at Larxene with his sword. She easily knocked him back. Stupid little toy. You think you could hurt me? Where would you ever get a thought like that? But hey, look at the bright side. Namine will erase your memory of me knocking you flat, along with everything else in your head. Instead, she'll implant the loveliest little memories you could ever hope for. Who cares if they're all lies? No big deal. Darkness began to surround him. No, don't! The darkness came in, covering his mind. No! It swallowed up everything, even the sound of his own scream. Fuck, that's dark. That might be one of the darker moments in Kingdom Hearts, where fucking Riku gets cloned, his clone just wants to be better than him, and has his own identity, and is, is his own person. And then they fucking tell him, hey, we're gonna erase your mind and turn you into someone else. It's horrible. It's fascinating as a storytelling device, though, because this is literally Riku without his hang-ups being turned into regular Riku. He accepts himself. He understands who he is, and he's okay with it. 
and they're forcing him to be someone else. Sounds like the real Riku to me. Anyway, I hope you liked this one. I liked it. These episodes are getting kind of short, but, you know, the chapter is as long as it is, and I'm not going to record two chapters in a single episode. That would be weird. So I think I'm going to stop there, and I'm going to try to pick up this tomorrow and record the rest of these. We shall see, though. For you, it's going to be however long the time is between these episode releases. But I just thought I'd give you a little behind the scenes. Anyway, I hope you had fun. I had fun. Thanks for listening. Bye.